Hello guys, welcome back to the King Kumar Podcast. I am here today with one of my good friends and my one of my best friends, um, Tommy Coin. Um, Tommy is a lacrosse player at um, Rutgers, and he's right there right now, so you might be wondering why, why there are sirens. So Tommy is currently at Rutgers, <laughs> and he's um, sitting outside his house, so um, without further ado... Uh, Tommy Coyne, welcome to the King Kumar Podcast. Thanks, Abbas. I appreciate it. No problem. So, Tommy, for those people who don't know you, who is Tommy Coyne? Uh, how are we doing? I'm uh, Tommy Coyne. I, uh, I am a now a sophomore at Rutgers University, um, and I play lacrosse here, as Abbas mentioned. Um, but I went to... Uh, I moved to Illinois in seventh grade, went to uh, Lincoln Middle School, and then ended up going to Naperville Central, and that's where I met Advase. I believe it was going into freshman year, and uh, had a great time there, loved my experience. Uh, a lot of my best friends go there, or went there, and uh, some of them still live in the area, so um, ended up moving out to New Jersey to pursue lacrosse and uh and and pursue the business aspect of uh education and uh that's where i am now okay so tommy i want to talk about how did your love for lacrosse and your career in lacrosse how did that all begin because like every athlete as you know um aj dinehoff for example like aj yeah he started off playing football and football is a really popular sport like every guy wants to play football but for you why did you want to play lacrosse so when I still lived in Georgia, um, I was playing baseball. My dad loved baseball. Um, so we were always watching. I was playing. And uh, I kind of got sick and tired of it. I was I was bored out there. Um, I still love the game, but lacrosse, I, I saw a flyer for lacrosse tryouts and, uh, in our neighborhood. And, and uh, one of my dad's best friends, who he still works with, played lacrosse. His sons played lacrosse. So they kind of got me into it. And so I started playing uh, around fifth grade in Georgia, um, just fell in love with it, fell in love with the fast pace, um, the creativity, um, pretty much every aspect of it. So when I moved to Naperville um, in seventh grade, uh, I met a bunch of great guys like Jake Demar, Jake Stegman, um, and others like Bill Young and started playing with them. And it just, my love for it grew even more. And uh, I knew that it was something I wanted to do um, at the next level. So, Very interesting. So um, what age did you start to play lacrosse at? Uh, it was in fifth grade. So um, how old are you in fifth grade? I don't even know. But uh, it was going into fifth grade when I started playing. So I was about nine or ten, I would say. Interesting. And how does a lacrosse sport work for those who don't know much about lacrosse? Uh, it's a pretty complicated sport, but I would uh, I would definitely um, say it's kind of like a mix of soccer and hockey. So you have you have ten players on the field. You have a goalie. You have three defensemen, three midfielders um, that run around the whole field, and then you have three attackmen or attackers. And those are the guys who uh, score most of the goals. So um, they're subbing like hockey, um, but it's more of an open field like soccer, and you're running around and uh, um, and creating plays and 
and moving the ball around to uh, end up scoring and winning. So. So kind of talk to me about how did the experience <clears throat> for you from lacrosse came from um, from early middle school to high mm-hmm. school? How did that whole process work for you? Uh, so I would say, are you talking about the, the level of, uh, of skill and stuff? I'm talking about like the level of intensity, like how the game kind of changes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So middle school, we had a, we had a really good team. Um, my buddy, Jake Demar, who you're also friends with was on, it was called, uh, Fox Valley lacrosse. And, uh, we had a really good team, but. Um, I wouldn't say the competition was bad in Illinois. It just wasn't at where it's like in, in the Northeast or, or out here in New Jersey. So we were, we were beating a lot of teams. And then, uh, once I got to high school, I realized, um, I needed more than just my stick skills. So I had to get stronger and faster and more physical. Um, and, uh, no, you're good. And, uh, so once I got to high school, you know, I was playing with guys like Nick Roy. You know Nick Roy, right? Mm-hmm. I know Nick. And, and those kind of guys. And so they definitely helped me out. And uh, uh, I had a great coach, Jake Padilla, in high school. And Coach Havenar definitely helped me out. And and so I started playing in these summer tournaments uh, out east and, and realizing how, how much of a difference the level of competition was out here. So um, that just made me want to work harder and uh, – and get to the to the point where I am now, and then the the really the biggest jump, which not many people realize, is is the jump from high school to college, and how how much of a change that is. Like everyone is their best player from high school, everyone is an all American, everyone is um, had 50 goals in the season in high school, and just so definitely a, a more fast paced practices games. Um, but I wouldn't change it for anything. I've I've grown um, as a player and a person from from the guys that I play with and uh, from the coaches I have here. So, yes, very interesting. Um, I know I talked about this with um, Berg, aka Jaden Reed, and he talked yeah. about how how um, how his football journey, like how the football experience changed from high school over to yeah. um, college. <clears throat> and Bird and I talked about how. Like, Bird is doing amazing at college. He had an extraordinary yeah. year at Western. and mm-hmm. But still, it it's a lot of work for them at least much put in into their time. They have to balance um, the sport. They have to balance school. They have to balance yeah. personal life, sport, weightlifting. They have to do all of that. So I want to kind of go back to your high school lacrosse days. Um, talk yeah. to me about the biggest, like, your proudest proudest moment or like the biggest story you have about lacrosse uh i would say my proudest moment um was sophomore year um we were playing teams from the north shore um so that's up above uh above chicago and it was me like uh jordan christie nick roy uh paul roth um Quinamato, all those guys, um, and we went up and we and we won a bunch of games up there. And uh, I don't remember the last time Central had done that, um, but we just played. We had a really good team and we played well, uh, chemistry-wise. Um, 
but I'd say my just the whole my whole high school experience for lacrosse was I was proud of. Um, I know my junior year we didn't do so well, at, or I we did just as well, but it, it felt like um, a little bit of a difference from sophomore year, um, losing guys like Nick Roy and Jordan Christie and and uh, Jack Graff and the and Joe Graff, those kind of guys. Um, but I, I will never, uh, lose any of those friendships. Um, they're all great guys. They've helped me out and, uh, we still stay in touch. So that is awesome. So Tommy, I know that in lacrosse, I, I know we're friends, but, um, I know yeah. like whenever people would think about Red Hawk lacrosse or lacrosse mm-hmm. in general in Naperville, you were the first name to come up, and I remember I told um, I told you about this kid named Adrian, who I'm friends with, and how yeah. he's heard that you're such an amazing lacrosse player. So my question for you is that how do you not let the adversity get to you? Like I know, like you people said that you're a great person, but like how mm-hmm. how do you deal with that and not be too cocky? Yeah, um, I mean I'm just thankful for for the for the places I've been and, uh, and gotten to with lacrosse. I, uh, I've dreamed about it since fifth grade. Like I said, I was always in my backyard shooting around, like doing stuff on my own. So I knew that like, and this isn't, um, to sound like overconfident or anything, but I knew that if I worked as hard as I could all the time that I would get to this point. And uh, so I had that in the back of my mind, and I knew that I wanted to be great at this sport and uh, and uh, really make a difference at wherever college I I made it to. So uh, I love I love talking to guys from home. Um, everyone likes their name being brought up, but I mean it doesn't bother uh, it doesn't affect me at all. I mean I'm gonna play the same way and talk the same way and be the same person I am no matter who. Uh, who thinks I'm great or who doesn't. So um, I think it's all just about, you know, staying humble and, uh, and there's always if, uh, improvement. Like I'm, I still have parts of my game and, and as a person that I want to improve. So um, none of that really affects me. Um, I'm just uh, focused on myself and, uh, and the, our Rutgers team. So. So talk to me a little bit about your work ethic, because not only were you a star on the lacrosse field, but you were also a star on the football field. So like, how 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 would you say like your work ethic, work ethic is, and how much you put in to a sport that you're generally focused on? Yeah, um, I think any any player that wants to be good at a certain sport has to have a a very good worth ethic. They got to love going in, uh, and practicing and working out and, and doing the extra stuff outside of practice. And so whether that was throwing with guys like Peyton in uh, bird after school or before school or in the summer for football or going out and shooting with Nick or, or DMR or Stegman and, and, uh, working on my, my craft for, for both sports. Um, I just love I love football. I miss high school football, um, and I love lacrosse. So, those were those were two of my favorite things to do. So I just loved going out and uh, and working on that stuff every day. So, yeah, I definitely remember watching you and your lacrosse guys playing when I was in Special Olympics track. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I remember walking up and saying hi to you guys, and you guys were extremely focused. 
But Tommy, yeah. I want to kind of talk to you about um, football because you were a, mm-hmm. a star on football, and I believe you played all four years. I did. I played freshman, sophomore, and then uh, varsity, junior and senior year. So talk. So that's how I know you the best with football mm-hmm. because of all the guys that you and I are friends with. And um, yeah, talk to me about like how that whole football process worked. Uh, so. I had I've been playing football I've been playing football longer than I've been playing lacrosse. So that started off and I think I started in kindergarten in Georgia and I had a a bunch of friends there that went on and and play in college. So I always knew that I would play football. I didn't know if once I found lacrosse I didn't know if I wanted to play in in college. I wanted to play lacrosse in college, but um going into so I played football at Lincoln uh and then I played for the the Chargers. I don't know if you've heard of them, the Naperville Chargers in eighth grade. And then uh, I was very excited for freshman year football, the whole summer camp. I was nervous. You saw guys like um, Jay Colby and all those guys the year before. Um, so going in, I saw like Manny Regumba, Connor Joyce, all those guys playing. And uh, it just fired me up. And I, and I knew that I wanted to, to be one of those seniors um, playing on Friday nights. So, um, freshman year, we had a we had a good team. Sophomore year was great um, with Coach Nudera, and then uh, um, varsity junior and senior year were some of the best times that I've uh, experienced. And uh, I honestly miss it 100%. Um, I wish I could go back and play a few more games um, with guys like Bird and, and Peyton and AJ and Joey Murray and and those types of guys. So. I love watching you guys on the sideline, and you guys know how important it was for me to be there. Because for those oh, yeah. who don't know, like for me, I'm sure you would agree, it's really hard for me to make friends. And I, I could tell like how I kind of changed through football because like um, at first like I didn't know who you guys were, and I wasn't yeah. really committed to the team. And then, like, the last game of the season, Maine South, I remember that game was really sad. I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. But that yeah. game, uh, we were winning at halftime, and then it's funny how everything can change in a minute. And for mm-hmm. you, um, everything did change. Um, I remember our senior year against Lake Park, um, you got injured. So talk to me about, like, mm-hmm. how, how did that affect you? Because you couldn't be on the field with the guys, and how did you still make an impact? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like you said, Lake Park, um, I caught like a pretty long pass and I went down and I, I didn't know, I didn't think it was anything. Um, and then I went out a couple drives later and, and my knee kind of popped a little bit and, uh, I knew something was wrong. I, I'd really never been injured before. So I, I didn't know what to expect. Um, our trainers wrapped my knee up a little bit, um, but yeah, so it ended up. I went to the doctor, got an MRI uh, and stuff, and it ended up being a sprained PCL. So it wasn't it wasn't as bad as it could have been, but it definitely kept me out, um, like you said, for those playoff games. Um, and that sucked. It was it was pretty it was a pretty sad moment. Um, I knew I didn't want to push it too hard because I was leaving uh, early for lacrosse, and I wanted to be healthy for that in the spring. Um, so I kind of had to make a decision. I, I know maybe the last game I could have 
like really wrapped it up and put a brace on and played. Um, but I didn't want, I didn't want to ruin my, my, uh, freshman year of lacrosse. So I, I kind of had to sit back and watch, um, which was terrible. I hated, I hated it, but, uh, yeah, I mean, guys like bird and, and Peyton and Joey, they all, they all were there for me. Um, and bird and I would talk before every game and, and Peyton and, and he would come off and, and we would discuss what's going on out there. Cause I, I had more time to watch and, and listen and, and learn what was the other team was doing. So um, I kind of just had to step up my leadership a little more um, and uh, make sure our guys were, were right for, for the games. So I know if you've listened to the podcast with um, AJ Deinhardt yep. and uh, Tommy Carlson, and mm-hmm. one of the things that we talked about was the bond that all these guys had because even in lacrosse it's important to have mm-hmm. a bond with the guys and that builds chemistry so talk to me about your bond with those guys because some of the guys that you are friends with uh, AJ, Joey, Tommy um, are all my best friends and you and your and your best friends um, so talk to me yeah. about how that bond occurred oh yeah I mean practicing every day you know hanging out after practice uh summer camp we were always together um and we would always see you around you would hang out with us so i mean football was was uh football is such a team sport and uh such a mental sport that you always got to be there for for the other guys and we loved uh we loved playing together we loved practicing we would always trash talk each other it was just it was a great time um so I will never – I'm still friends with all those guys today. I see them when I can. Um, and, uh, and we always look back at, uh, at football and uh, what we could have done and uh, what we did do. So I will uh, – football is definitely one of the, uh, the best times I had in high school. So I don't know about you, but to <clears throat> me, especially senior year, probably the most remarkable season that I've had as, as a – uh, as a watcher from the team, um, yeah. talk to me. Like, how did senior year feel for you? Like, how was that experience like? I loved senior year. Um, I loved football. I loved. I loved that uh, semester. I loved the idea of being a senior. Like I said, uh, freshman year, looking up to all those seniors and, and the football guys, and uh, and so when we would strap up the pads and go out on Friday nights, that, that was. Uh, that was some of the best times we ever had. So, um, senior year was great. Um, I did end up leaving early, and, and part of me kind of regrets that because I I couldn't stay with those guys longer and uh, the people I uh, I was friends with and all that. But um, I had to make a decision. But senior year was great. Um, it was uh, it was a good time. So talk to me about. Like, what is your biggest story that you have on the football field? Can you repeat that? Like, um, like on the football field, like, do you ever have, like, a remarkable story that maybe not many people know about? Um, I don't know. I mean, there are so many stories, but if I had to just kind of make it more general, uh, I just loved huddling up before our snaps and we would look at Peyton and he would give us a call and Bird and I would be talking and we would just look at each other and be like, no one can stop us. So, so we went out there and, uh, and tried to do that every snap. Um, 
I think one of the we did kill this team, but with the Matea game, um, that was pretty cool to see Peyton and Bird play against their old team, and uh, and there was a lot of trash talk going on between the two teams, and we ended up um, beating them pretty bad. Um, so that was definitely a uh, a good moment. But actually, now that I think about it, I think the the best moment I had for high school football was the first game of the season senior year when we played Glumbar North and they were supposed to be, or they, they were a good team, but they were supposed to be like one of the best teams in Illinois and they had all these guys and, and we went out there and uh, took care of business. And that was, that was one of the best nights uh, for football I've ever had. So. Yeah. I remember that one play, um, Peyton threw you a beautiful pass and you caught it and um, I think you hit, like you jumped off the defender and like your shoulder pad came off and yeah. you just ran for the touchdown and you just didn't care about anything else. But my question, yeah. another question I have is that uh, when you are on the football field, like do you block out the crowd? Like is it just you there and the ball? Oh yeah. I mean, when you first step out, uh, I loved the uh, the pregame of, of our Central football um, uh, games, walking out down the road, down hillside, and coming through the back of the stadium. And so that was – I mean, you can definitely – the crowd was crazy, and all our buddies like Drake and, and all those guys are in the stands playing music. So that was awesome. I would always get butterflies and, and, uh, and uh, have a little adrenaline rush. So – Running out there, I definitely heard him. But you know, when you're in the middle of a game and you're you got to catch a pass for a first down and uh, and help your team out, you kind of block that stuff out. And uh, it's the same thing for lacrosse. I mean, we have uh, just as many, if not more, got people at our games. So you kind of got to focus. You got to take a deep breath and uh, just do what you uh, you know you can do. So. Yeah, interesting. So, like, when you're on the football field and, like, there's, like, a play, like, do you have to memorize the whole playbook? Or, like, do you just remember, oh, this play, I have to run kind of this route? Like, how does that work? Uh, I think it's a little mix of both. Um, Peyton Thorne knew our whole playbook through and through. He was definitely the guy I would go to if I had any questions. And I definitely forgot some of them. Um, in the middle of games, so I would have to go up to him. But, yeah, so sometimes you're in the moment and you're like, oh, shoot, like what what, uh, what play or what route do I have to run for this? And I go over and ask Peyton, and he'd be like, oh, you got to run a slant. And I'd be like, okay, now I know. And uh, But it's definitely uh, a feel thing, too. Like if you're running a route and uh, you see space opening up on a slant, then maybe you run a little bit further or maybe you stop and – and have Peyton throw you a, a little six-yard pass. So uh, it was definitely a mix of both. Interesting. So I kind of want to go back to the Maine South game because, like, even though that was, like, a really sad moment, um, mm-hmm. it was a moment in my life where, like, kind of everything changed, and I still remember that moment. So for you, mm-hmm. how did that moment feel, like, after that game, you would never play high school football ever again? Yeah. Uh, it didn't really sink in for a while. I had been playing football for so long, um, and I knew I I probably wasn't, or I knew I wasn't playing in college or or after that. So once I got hurt in Lake Park, and um, 
got the MRI and figured out that my knee was kind of busted up. I uh, It kind of sank in a little bit, thinking uh, I might not play football ever again. So I kind of just had to be there for my team and uh, and the guys that I loved. And uh, um, after that, after the main South game, like you said, yeah, it was a, it was a very sad, uh, sad moment. I think I still have a picture of Peyton and I hugging after the game and we're both kind of tearing up and, uh, um, so yeah. Okay. So, um, I want to kind of go back to your lacrosse story and, um, you keep saying how you graduated early. So I want to talk to him, give my audience a little bit of a background. How did you commit to Rutgers? And how did you also come up with the decision to leave early? Yeah, so um, being from Illinois, you weren't getting too many looks for lacrosse. Lacrosse isn't as big as, uh, like I said, out east or or, uh, other parts of the country. So I kind of had to go out and uh, play in tournaments out here. And I ended up getting an offer from a couple schools. But Rutgers was my, uh, my best fit uh academically and financially and um and it being big 10 i knew i wanted to play in a division like that where all the competition is really good so i ended up committing um sophomore year of high school and then uh it wasn't until the after junior year that summer going into senior year i got a call from uh my head coach coach brecht and uh he brought up this idea about me and another guy coming early to Rutgers. Um, and that had never been done before. And it was weird. I had no idea and it was confusing. Um, but it was kind of like guys in football when they leave early for spring. Um, and so he brought that up and, and, uh, it seemed like a, a good fit, but I definitely had pros and cons to it. So I had to think, sit down with my parents, sit down with my friends and, and really think about it. Um, and the main decision came down to uh, getting a head start uh, with college and classes and also growing as a lacrosse player. And uh, I knew that I could make a difference that, that first semester I was there on the, on the field and uh, ended up working out. Okay. I want to ask you this question. It's not about – It's. I mean, I guess it can be about – it will be about sports. I'll tie it in. But my mm-hmm. question is, is that – um, in high school, um, you were in my tribe for sophomore year for adapted PE, and then um, junior and senior year, uh, yep. you were in sensory PE. And um, mm-hmm. in sensory PE, you worked with um, <clears throat> students with disabilities. Um, yep. And that's like the when you work with them, like you kind of have to like know like okay, how can I get my message across? Like how can I make? Mm-hmm. How can I motivate this person? To do their work because like they communicate differently than uh we do um so yeah. talk to me about that experience and kind of what it taught you oh it taught me so much i, I would not trade that for anything in the world um i i love working with with kids with disabilities uh i learned so much from them and i i hope they learned some stuff from us and and uh it was great i mean every day we'd come in you'd see the smile on their faces and they would they loved hanging out with us and learning from us. Um, and a, a lot of the athletes at Central did it, and, uh, and we had a great time. I mean, I, my, uh, my mom used to, used to teach classes like that as well. So I, I had always been around um, people with disabilities, and, and, I, uh, and I wouldn't trade it for anything else. Um, 
I loved it. So sensory PE, I, I wish uh, I could go back and see some of those guys and girls that, that I was friends with. And uh, uh, it was just a great time. And uh, I wish uh, I wish I could get into some stuff here at Rutgers. Um, but uh, my schedule's just a little bit more busy. So, um, but yeah, like I said, that, w- that was a great time. Um, sensory PE adapted, the teachers there, Mrs. A., um, everyone at Central who, who helped out and uh, and uh, was a part of that were uh, great people. So, so what did that experience teach you, though? Like, did it teach you about, like, communication? Um, did yeah. Did it teach you about patience? Like, what did it mm-hmm. teach you? Yeah, definitely, definitely both of those. Um, sometimes it's harder to get across uh, what you want to teach them. So you got to be patient, like you said, with them. Um, and help out and just know that, that, uh, that they're there to, to learn and you're there to, to teach them and have fun with them. So you kind of got to mix in, uh, teaching them and having fun. And, uh, when you need to be, to be stern and, and, uh, maybe get your point across, you gotta just have patience and, uh, and really, uh, really help out. So, I mean, it taught me a bunch. It taught me how to, how to be a better person, a better character, um, uh, it taught me to, to be patient, like you said, and, and many other things. So very interesting. So I want to go back to now to your lacrosse story and I want to go back and talk about like how is being a student at Lee, how does that work at Rutgers and, um, how do you feel about being a student at Lee? So yes, yeah, uh, being a student athlete is, is definitely, uh, is not for everyone. I would say it's, it's quite tough. Um, you got to balance like having four days of, of lacrosse and practice and lifting and film and that stuff. You got to balance it with your, um, with your classes, your studying, um, tutors, office hours, going in and see your teacher, um, and also social life. So it's definitely, it's definitely not for everyone, but, but I love it. Um, it keeps me on track. It keeps me, busy all day um and it's it's taught me a lot about um becoming a man and and having a great character and then and, and uh improving in all aspects so so um do you have like a favorite moment that you had in um college uh i'd say i don't know i mean are you talking about just any moment or lacrosse like, specific or i would say most more specifically lacrosse yeah um yeah definitely i mean uh last year we played um we played a bunch of good teams and we played ohio state and uh and they were the number three team and and we beat them by a decent amount at ohio state and i see your uh ohio state sweatshirt on (laughs) but uh yeah so we we beat them and and we weren't no one thought we would and uh stuff like that but um, that was great, and just the the energy we had, and and we knew that we could go in there and take care of business. So um, that was a great memory. But I mean, every practice is hard, and and sometimes you don't want to get up at at six in the morning and go work out. But I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Very interesting. Um, so I think that when many people think of a college athlete, they think that they have like kind of like an easy life. It's like they get past school easily but that necessarily mm-hmm. isn't true like they put in mm-hmm. a lot of work as you said yeah and they also 
like they have school and they have um sports and i know i keep reiterating this but how do you balance all of this like how do you manage yeah i mean it definitely took uh some getting used to i mean my first semester i i was all over the place i was didn't know when i should you know have some free time to myself or or go say to myself hey you probably should go study instead of playing video games or or hanging out with your friends or whatever so um i i started making lists down and and keeping it all in a book and and making sure that every day i knew what i had to get done um and it definitely took a lot to get used to um and i'm still learning how to uh to do it but yeah like you said uh i think there is a stereotype with with college athletes and how they get through school easy but um we're uh we're just as uh committed and and just as i mean it's it might be harder i mean we have less time in the day we gotta really uh spend our time wisely so so um do you have any goals for your upcoming lacrosse season uh, I would love to uh, be a be a Big Ten All American. I think that would be a great um, great thing to achieve. And and also as a team, I want I want to win a Big Ten championship and uh, make it to the playoffs. We haven't been to the playoffs in a while. We haven't been since I've been here, and for a while before that. So if we can make it into the playoffs and be one of those sixteen teams, that would be a uh, great year. So the motto of the King Kumar podcast is to um, embark on your dreams, like execute on your dreams and make mm-hmm. change in your lives. So can I love you talk it. to me about how um, you've made change, either in lacrosse or um, uh, football or even outside of that, how you made change in your lives and how you're kind of accomplishing your, dream, your dreams. And yeah. Yeah, I've definitely had to make a... Uh a bunch of changes in my life and uh and that goes towards um being the the person I want to be the the uh student I want to be and the athlete I want to be so you got to kind of give up some things um to gain some things and uh um so yeah I mean okay um so how have you how are you how how have you been able to overcome um challenges um this can be like your injury in football um mm-hmm. anything that you want to say um how did you overcome that challenge and become stronger yeah i mean like you said with the the football injury i uh i had to overcome that that was definitely tough um but whether it was going in and, and doing physical therapy and and uh getting past that challenge i mean that's with with anything in life if you you fail a test um you got to go back and say hey what did i do wrong and and do better for the next one you know and and uh um so you gotta you gotta make some changes when you fail uh but you can't be afraid to fail um i've failed many times in my life and i i've had to sit back and say hey what do, what did i do wrong what did i do what do i need to do better um and there's still so much that i gotta work on and and uh and achieve, but um, getting through those challenges and, and learning from from mistakes is really what ultimately will will make you a better off. Very interesting. I know what the Bears are doing very good, and I hope mm-hmm. that they can learn from their story and kind of learn from their failures, especially that yeah. game. 
which is really mm-hmm. bad. And I hope even Mitch can overcome his um, shortcomings as a quarterback and improve on that. I think he will. But, like, talk to me, like, as an athlete, when you see, like, people hating on Mitch, like, you, like, how, how, how would you respond to them hating on Mitch or any other athlete? Yeah, I mean, you don't know what that person's going through. You don't know um, what they have going on. Um, <clears throat> there's so much pressure on on athletes and quarterbacks uh, specifically to uh, to win games and lead their team. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you can't – what I would say as an athlete is, is we're – people are if they really care they're working their hardest and uh they're going out there and and doing what's right for the team and if some things don't work out then like i said you got to look back at at what you're doing wrong and maybe be real with yourself and say hey maybe i'm not maybe i'm not uh doing this well even though my ego is kind of telling me that oh you you're so good at that why aren't you doing it well so um you don't like seeing any unless athletes really do something wrong and, and stupid and no one really agrees with you don't besides that you don't really want to want to see guys getting ripped on because you know that uh they're just out there to to win games and make their team uh better off so tommy um i just want to speaking of challenges i wanted to thank you for um coming on this podcast and being of such course. a good friend to me you know i'll oh, never yeah. forget this um i remember uh i think yeah freshman year summer when I had mm-hmm. my uh, surgery on my um, hip, um, yeah. I remember you and a couple other guys. I remember you guys picking me up from my house, and I remember um, taking my walker and we went and saw some movie. I don't remember what movie, but we saw some movie. Yeah, what I, movie was that? I remember. I forget the movie though. I think it was Mission Impossible. Yeah, something like that. Um, it was yeah, and then I I w- just want to thank you for being such a good friend to me. And of course, also, man. Um, I want to admire you for putting in so much hard work and for putting in the time for lacrosse and um, in your high school time for football. But uh, now in college, um, not only working so hard at lacrosse, but also sustaining an education and improving yourself in that aspect. And I also want to um, thank you for um, coming on this podcast. So 